Lauren. So good to see you. We've been expecting you. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you a secret. Well, it's no secret, but I voted for you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm black. <laughs> anyway, I have your paperwork here. Ready to go. Just got to sign off. Listen, we're so excited to see what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. Our expectations are low. <laughs> All right, got my eye on you. Wait, wait, don't forget your badge. <laughs> All right, see you soon, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know we said we weren't going to put on an episode this week, but like we had to talk about the inauguration. So here we are. And I'm, I'm not well, y'all. This is. Um... <laughs> OK, so I literally have it up right now on my TV and I woke up just in time for Joe's speech. Like that's literally so I missed seeing Kamala like live. And I have to admit, watching Kamala get sworn in did bring tears to my eyes. Like it's a pivotal moment. I did feel something. I'm not going to deny that. The thing is, is that immediately after, I just felt this like overwhelming feeling of like, can I really be hopeful? Like, is this really mm -hmm. going to do anything? And that was immediately after. So like, let me state that first. Okay. And then the same thing with the freaking national anthem. I'm so upset. Why did it need to be Lady Gaga, first of all? I, I need to understand what the decision-making process was and the fact that they chose her, of all people. Her song was theatrical. Like, are we a musical theater? I'm not at a play. Like, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people thoroughly enjoyed it. But, like, I did not. <laughs> I, I just don't... She couldn't even be at the podium and use their mic. She had to have her own gold mic. Like, I, I just don't... I don't know. Something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. Did you watch it? Did you like see anything, any video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. Like, like you said, I also like, well, okay, I was up already in the morning, but like I could not be bothered to get out of my bed before nine o'clock. So by the time I got out of my bed, I went into my sister's room and she was watching it with her class because she was like, You guys are gonna watch it anyway. This is a history class. Do you want to watch it or not? Might as well. So um, I just, <laughs> it's so funny that those are the two things that you like mentioned initially, because like, I feel like this inauguration and the way that that day went is like the epitome of Democrats in the United States, like a big show. Let's find like all the different, like, let's check all of the boxes of representation. Yeah. A white woman who advocates for every single LGBTQ plus and the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I mean, but also like, it's like, remember the fact that like the people that they chose to represent is very, very telling because like Kamala's straight up a cop. Um, so they chose a black cop to represent the country. Then they chose a white Latina who quote unquote represents Puerto Rico, even though most Puerto Ricans hate j-lo <laughs> for a number of reasons and but not also even that don't want to be a colony of the united states so that oh, already in itself is an issue and then they chose a white woman to represent the white gays you know who are always the only representation of the lgbtq plus community so i just, I just think it's very telling of democrats it was just so funny to me because i was just like 
Lady Gaga couldn't just sit her ass down for one performance, like for one song. Like, why do you have to do these things? But that's what I mean. Like Democrats just love a show. They just love to like be like, oh, "Oh, we stand for all these things as like a show, but they don't actually do anything. And then J-Lo with the let's get loud at the end of the freaking America, the beautiful and whatever the else she said. I just need y'all to know that like the second I got on this call, Caitlin was like, yo, what the fuck is up with the America? Like the let's get loud at the end of the song i don't get it <laughs> that was the I'm first so thing she said upset. to me caitlin didn't even say hi to me today no, she was like what I the fuck is wrong with j-lo i did not because <laughs> i swear to god i paused it as soon as i knew maya was coming in this because i knew she's gonna be pissed off even hearing this woman's voice <laughs> through the mic i just i'm really bothered like why are we promoting our personal brand at a fucking inauguration right especially this one like here's the and that's my thing this is my issues with celebrities like y'all really just can't sit down for one time like this isn't about you like if it's that important why did y'all feel the need to be so extra why did lady gaga need to be the most outdressed person just because she's always the most outdressed but you could have came out in a tuxedo that would have been more of a statement than this whole ass fucking gown you decided to wear like i just literally anything else they both oh my god well, first like, of all, this is what we're talking about with the inauguration. I'm not even at the fact that like anything historic happened. I mean, I mentioned Kamala, but like, yeah, no, that's that. And you know what was also really funny? So when I was in my sister's room watching it, I was like, we were we were just reading the chat because like her students are hilarious, you know, on okay. point as always. Yeah, and they were just like, when um, who's who was the country guy that came out after Joe no, did Garth speak? Brooks. Garth okay, Brooks. none of us knew who the fuck this guy was, and we were just <laughs> like, this man came out here and gave it his all, but like is wearing jeans at an inauguration, like typical white dude just comes on stage, does the bare minimum, and everyone's like, oh, blessings, America, patriotic. It's a cowboy American because that's we still got to represent, you know, it was just proving that you can look like him and dress like him. You know, what do they call it? Like, I don't know. There's an actual term for it that should be coming to my mind. It's like, I don't freaking know. But like, I can't. I can't. I just you want to be prideful and hopeful. And then like you watch it and you're just like, what is this? Like as happy as other nations must have been to just finally see donald trump out the door they were probably watching this like what the like really like y'all can't be dignified for your most dignifiable moment in your recent democratic history we can't do anything right so i went to twitter because i just wanted to know what the people were because i was kind of of reading that day i really tried hard that day to just kind of stay away i just i was already annoyed waking up that morning i think i tweeted like at when I first woke up and I think I was just like, I already got to log off for the day because I'm just irritated at what I'm seeing. And these people were just parading Lady Gaga. And I really expected to see some hate like on the highest trending tweets. And if there was, hate, I just wasn't looking for it in the right place. I'm still going to go so back there. funny because like, it's, Tell me. it's so funny how like our social media is so curated to like our personality because I didn't see like a single thing about the inauguration, to be honest. Like it took a while. It took a few hours because I think people were like me and were like, I'm not going to get up early to watch this. Like, what's the purpose? I can always watch it later. And then like, I did see a lot of people talking about the poet um, because people did really like her. 
I did enjoy that. Some of the more radical people that I follow were like, we're really glad to see this beautiful black girl do this beautiful poem. She's incredibly talented. I'm just not here for the American propaganda because I just never am. And I was like, I respect that opinion because like, I do agree. I think it's very nuanced, like in the same way that we can appreciate that Kamala is the first female, is the first black person, is the first South Asian person. We can also acknowledge the fact that like a lot of people of color have been harmed by her in the same way that we can acknowledge like this girl was so beautiful. She was so eloquent. She's Mm -hmm. very talented. Her poetry was beautiful, but like, I'm just not about America. And so like, I appreciated everything about it, except for like the actual words, because I was like, that just doesn't resonate with me personally, but it was very beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. And I am glad that this was probably the first time that young kids of color actually got to see people who look like them in any inauguration because I for sure have never seen it and I'm 25 no for real I've lived through I've lived through a couple presidencies (laughs) this actually makes me want to go back and watch Barack's inaugurations because I feel like I don't really remember I just remember like watching him being sworn in and like sitting there with my parents like watching his first speech but I can't remember the second one and Anyway, so it makes, yeah, I'm gonna I don't remember. I don't remember the second time either. I, right. I, I, I briefly remember the first one, and I do remember being like very happy about his kids being there because they were right. so cute. They were so little. At I the loved time. seeing them there. Yeah, and so they were they were a little bit younger than me because we were what I was like at the end of high school. I believe it was two thousand eight. So I was yeah, I was a fresh no, I was a freshman in high school when he first two thousand eight because I couldn't vote yet. I voted for his reelection two thousand six. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I was still too young for the second election. So yeah, so I was still pretty young the first time he got sworn in. So maybe I don't even remember the first time. Maybe I only remember the second time. Maybe it's the second, yeah. But even uh, then, um, like it was so focused on him that I was just like, oh yeah, like Barack. But this time it was like all these women, which was really cool. There was a lot of so women. that was uh, that was a really big difference for me that like I think that will stand out to me a little bit more because okay. in Barack's it was still like very man centric and just the addition of Kamala added like three four extra women because they felt like they had to true and you know what I do like speaking of women is that Biden has so many goddamn granddaughters because we're gonna <laughs> see these women so fucking much over the next four years and I like right. that like I like the fact that it's not you know sorry but like that his son has sons that had multiple boys it was like nah you got a whole bunch of girls around you as your crew so like what else yeah, yeah what else was there after that Kamala got sworn in see I felt a moment and here's the thing I felt something as soon as I was like whatever listening to the people talk in the beginning but then as soon as the armed forces band comes out I always just I have to talk about this I always take note of how fucking patriarchal patriotic I goddamn feel when I see the armed forces band or the marine corps band like Something takes over me just as like a Marine's daughter who grew up on a military base and definitely had like military American propaganda. Just, I mean, all the time we had to literally stand for the national anthem before we watched a movie. Like that was normal behavior. So like for me, things are a little bit different. Yeah, you grew up on a military base. So like, yeah, yeah. we had to do that for basketball games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of crazy that like just for normal sporting events and a movie, you know so anyway I felt a moment and then immediately after I was like I feel guilty there's that same feeling I felt when I felt something for Kamala and had tears in my eyes because I'm just like what are we proud of right now in this moment just that we got these people here you know for like the different things that Kamala is to our entire nation but like is that it because we don't know what's really going to happen yet like yeah the man signed a lot of executive orders in his 48 hours whatever it's been but like at the end of it 
I don't know. Are you hopeful? Did this inauguration make you feel any differently about how you Am already I ever hopeful? No, I know, but I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just going to throw a bone and see if it lands in your mouth or not. And it never does. But one of these days it will, one of these days I will surprise myself. I'm not, okay. And, the thing um, is I'm not, not hopeful, but I'm never hopeful. Like in my hope doesn't lie with like people in power. My hope always lies within the people who are like the poorest and the most marginalized because those are the only people that we can rely on. Yes. But um, I'm kidding. (laughs) I just can't help it. But you know what I mean? Like I am, I'm, I know that the people who have been on the streets and the people have been working hard have been pushing for a Democrat to be like in the White House. Now the Democrats also control the Senate. So like it does matter. Um, especially on like the local level, it does matter. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? <laughs> I don't know. We were, oh, I was, uh, I was, I was asking if you were hopeful. Like did this, this, this specific inauguration though, make you any more hopeful um, because of their setup because of who they, you know what I'm saying? Did it do no, anything? Not more hopeful than Obama. Like Obama really yeah. got me. Oh, Obama got me for both. Yeah, for sure. The, for thing, sure. the thing is that like, I am a very different person than I was when Obama was in the office. And so like my whole worldview has basically changed since then. I mean, even then I was still like, whatever about it. But I, I did love Obama because I just, I think he's so like charismatic and like entertaining and stuff. And he's cool. Um, and he's a guy that you want to be friends with. Like, right. I hope I make it before he dies. So I could just shake his hand and be like, Barry, you motherfucker. Like you are dope. <laughs> as hell and thank you for just being you I don't yeah. know but the thing the thing too is too, like though. just everything that America symbolizes in terms of like imperialism and like global power and just coups power and, and yeah you know like all of the things that I now know that they've done like in Latin America in Asia like all the countries that like my whole family comes from <laughs> I have a really hard time wanting to celebrate more white people being in power and like putting down their foot globally because like sure on on the local level and like for people who live within the empire as we do things are going to change for some of us but like our fight is also not only in the United States so like this impacts directly impacts people globally so yeah. like I'm not going to sell I'm sorry but I'm not going to celebrate like another person being in charge of an imperialistic empire like I'm just not yeah because and really so it was so think- funny getting on Twitter because like I was seeing people um, who were like oh like let people have things and and then like all of the f- socialist people that I follow were just like yeah let people have things when it comes to things like pineapple on pizza and like those kinds of bad takes not when it comes to like imperialism bitch like <laughs> and that's the thing and that's what I'm like I know we touched on this a little bit after they um won I think we talked about it after th- yeah but like these are people whose entire track record just like Hillary Clinton like we we did not like Hillary Clinton's track record as a lawyer she did some things and defended some people that you know we all we all know about that and it's the same thing here these people both have poor track records in the realm of dealing with people of color specifically for both of them and even as Kamala being a black woman being from Oakland and wanting to rep that and wanting to rep the bay so hard and you know they don't rep her back (laughs) <laughs> the bay doesn't rip her back, and that is unfortunate. And maybe this will change the tide. Like, you know, I know that they tried really hard with their marketing, that Warriors video with the little girl who was running, and they were shouting MVP, but it was Madam Vice President. Like, I felt something, and maybe that's just because I'm an athlete and basketball fan, and maybe it really, I don't know. People, maybe the girl was just freaking cute, okay? <laughs> right, but it's like, you know, I, I think... I think I have to, in the realm of, you know, <laughs> can't we have this one or whatever the fuck people are saying on the internet? 
it's like, yeah, you can have this one, but people are still being mar- like, how am I supposed to be proud as a black woman knowing that Kamala has done what she's done? I still don't exactly. think he's ever given us an actual apology or like nuanced, thorough explanation on why she did the things she did when she had the roles that she had specifically in the state of California before she got mm-hmm. on this campaign trail. So maybe I'm still waiting for that moment. I don't know if I'm holding that against, well, I clearly am holding that against her, but I mean, same with Biden. The only thing Biden's got for me is the fact that he had to sit there and watch Barack do his thing. People are like, oh, Biden is like, you know, give him a chance. He's only been in office for two days. And I'm like, he's been in politics for 40 years and hasn't done shit. So I'm sorry if you think that somehow him having more power. First of all, he's already an, oh, an old white man. So he's had the most power oh. possibly ever have in this country. So like now he's in the highest office or whatever in the country. You think that's going to change his actions when he already has had the most power he could possibly have just by being a white male? explain it to me explain it to me like I'm five explain it to me like I'm five and then explain it to me like I'm two and I literally know 20 words because seriously I'm like our allegiances will get stronger sure the countries that didn't have respect for us for the last six years for even allowing Donald Trump to be on the Republican ticket will maybe get respect for us again but like what about the people that we've been beefing with and that we keep infiltrating and that we keep fucking up their shit consistently what's going to happen there I do not know I really don't think it's going to be addressed in four years, to be completely honest. I don't know if he's going to go for re-election. I don't know if he's just doing this for a one-term, get in, get out, trying to help Kamala get to that big seat. That's a whole nother conversation we got to have at a different time. I don't know how I feel about that. And I guess these four years will need to show me a lot from her to feel really confident about that. Because I was going to say earlier, you said something, we were talking about Barack. And I was like, I genuinely don't think we're going to have a Black president again for a long time. And people might think that's outlandish, but I really don't think white people in America are ever going to be happy. Not all white people. Let me specify. I feel like I've been kind of been getting in trouble with the things that I say about white people lately. Because there's white people in my you life. You know, I sure as I don't care. <laughs> no, I know. But I, there are, there's people in my life I love and respect through and through and they know this. And I'm not speaking about all white people. I'm speaking about. Okay, but if, if they know you love them, then they know it's not about them. So you can say. I know, but I just, but I still just feel like I should just give a disclaimer every once in a while. You know, you know me, I'm too nice. Maya's shuddering her shoulders like girl. <laughs> but get over it. I don't care about keeping the peace. White people just won't be happy, ignorant, racist, as fuck. White people won't be happy until they get their way. Because I literally, I'm like, you've been able to live your life how you want to, where you live it at. That's, there's a reason why these certain areas and states and counties were so important during pivotal moments is because there's also a reason why y'all are so pissed off is because you've always had like unlimited power and been able to do whatever you want and now you're mad because like the rest of us are actually saying some shit about it and then also it's like but what's being taken from you nothing Nothing. maybe your assault rifles maybe your assault rifles but honestly a lot of people are motherfucking crazy in this world so at the very least we can do is only leave it up to military and power of war and like call it what it is um, I don't know, man. Am I, I don't know. This inauguration, you know, I listened to Joe's speech. Me and my man giggled at certain moments, you know, which is, hypo, you know, hypocritical speak and just, it is what it is. And you guys are lying if you can't be honest with yourselves. Like if you're listening to this and like listening to our takes, like, yes, it's good. We don't, don't be confused. Maya and I are very excited that 45 walked out the door and he will not be representing this country anymore. Blessings. Um, we are very excited about that. We just know that there's so much work to be done and there's so many people suffering day in and day out. It just gets really hard to keep being excited about something that we really haven't seen changed in our generation. And it's the same stuff that what 
all generations before us that look like us have been suffering through. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. So, um, so what about the part in Biden's? Cause the only thing that really stuck out to me was the part in his speech. Everything else was like typical America's great. Let's unite whole. the country, all this stuff. But like, how do you feel about him straight up saying I will work as hard for the people who were against me as I will for the people who are with me, because I feel some type of way like you are going to criticize Donald Trump for not being able to denounce white supremacists. And you straight up did the same thing. You just did it with some prettier Democrat words, as Democrats always do. He straight up was like, I'll work just as hard as you. So you're telling me that this whole time up until your inauguration, you want to pretend like you denounce white supremacy. But then when you get up there and make a speech, you're not even going to say that? I would have liked for him to say, nah, I'm not going to work as hard for y'all because you guys are hateful terrorists. That's just my opinion. I know I knew that would never happen, but like the fact that he even included it, like rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I was like, you could have just said nothing, Joe. You could have said nothing. And I think that's a big life lesson. We all sat learned. there and ate just me with my Twitter fingers. You know, I love to pop off. Like sometimes you can just say nothing rather than saying something. And this was definitely a moment where, and you know, what the problem is, is his speech writers were probably like, we're talking so much about unity. We've got to include some example of unity. And for some reason, that's the best thing that these people came up with. Now that I've watched The West Wing like three times all the way through, like an obsessive moron, I am hoping to think that the like creative process these speechwriters have are somewhat correlated to how it was portrayed on the show of really like long nights, late hours, upwriting and rewriting and editing and editing and really like going over what you're saying because you want to make sure you don't offend you know well yeah why do you think all the speeches are so like broad like they're never very specific examples because they're trying so i mean that is how politics work that's how they work unfortunately i don't know the time people are like oh let me have the like broadest stance possible so that i offend the least people possible but like the people that you're always offending are always black indigenous people of color well, like you, know you know included what the freaking this land is our land in your inauguration, which immediately you just basically shit on every indigenous person that lives in this country. Because they just keep assuming that indigenous folks are just happy with the little bullshit they've gotten. And for they some reason. They also just assume that there's not enough of them for anybody to feel any type of way. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're still like operating under this narrative of like, there's no natives left. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. And that's literally like, I know every time I use the word indigenous, people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, nah, y'all really need to get your head out of your asses and realize who the fuck lives in the states that you're never going to visit a day in your life because you have no reason to go anywhere north of, you know, Texas and maybe Chicago for you is like, woo. I also joke about this all the time. I'm never serious, but like I joke about how like if certain states, I'm like, oh yeah, you want us to secede? Like fucking leave us, right? Because it's always the like ones in the middle of nowhere. And this native person on Twitter was like, you know, when y'all say that, that like those states that you think no one lives in, that's where the most indigenous people are. Right. That's where all of us live. And I mean, we secede, we are probably going to uprise and kill all the white people. And then y'all can come try to fight with us about it again later. And we're just going to repeal all these treaties and acts we've had for the last, I don't know, couple hundred years. And then we'll really know what the fuck is up. That's literally what the fuck would happen. But people aren't ready to have those conversations because they don't think about things like this ever. It's just all very idealistic and like pretty viewpoint mm-hmm. that we all love to like look through these rose lenses when it comes to real ass shit. 
And then when you want to have these conversations with people, they think you're fucking radical or like some crazy person. And it's like, but this is what Which actually is crazy. I'm like, I'm not radical. I just like acknowledge that a America has an impact on the entire global community of people of color and B that indigenous people, indigenous Africans, indigenous Asians, indigenous Americans are still here fighting for like very, very little rights while y'all have stolen all of their land and every single resource that they have. That's it. That's, that's just like where I operate from. So it's not like I'm some radical, crazy person. Like, no, I've seen like how people have stolen our shit. Exactly. And that's what's, and like, that's what I'm hoping. That's the only kind of hopeful thing I'm hoping about in these four years is that maybe the narrative will change because social media has become such a huge part of everything right now, because more people are seeing people come out and fight for things and explain things and defend things and be like, you guys really don't understand how harmful it is when ABCDEFG is going on. So maybe we'll see a little different tide of change in that. I don't know. Um, I think him and his team are going to try. Oh, I was going to tell you, I think with the speech, I feel like they're going to wait till the state of the union. Okay. They're going to probably really address those kinds of specifics there because that's more of a, you know, yeah, yeah. It's more it's of a summary like, of what you did and like a, here's what I'd like to do in the future. But, you know, so maybe that's where we'll hear more of these things. He's going to have tons of opportunities to denounce white supremacy over and over and over again in this country, I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, speaking of, homegirl that stole Pelosi's laptop just got out on house arrest, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. And so, I mean, you know, it's just things like that, you guys. It's things where even even on nationalized things that this whole country, except for the people involved and the like-minded individuals have all agreed upon, is just horrific and completely undemocratic and just stupid and negligent. People still getting off on house arrest for federal crimes. But are we surprised? Make it make sense. No, we never are. But I just want the people to remember these things. Anybody who's ever on the fence, anybody who's just a little, you maybe need to push in the direction of like reality. Yeah, it's still going on. That's I why it want, makes it. I just want y'all to like watch the video of the white people storming <laughs> the Capitol and then right after watch the video of George Floyd literally dying for doing absolutely nothing. I would it's like you perfect. to watch those two videos and then come in, come correct, because I'm not here for I'm any right of it. Well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What, what else happened with the inauguration? How do you feel? Out. How do you feel about how Trump went out? Because that shit was hilarious oh, to me. My God. Listen, <laughs> I expected nothing less from this man. I actually kind of expected a little bit more. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of like, damn, this is I expected a full-on temper tantrum. Like I really thought, you know, his pettiness with Air Force One is ridiculous. Um, I think that I I, I just can't here's the there's just so much about Trump that I would just love to just dissect with you right now. Because I just found out about his Diet Coke button and I'm unwell. Have you heard about this? No. Well, so there were actual reporters who were interviewing Trump and they're like, Mr. Trump, like, what's this button on your resolute desk? Like, we're, you know, it's not a normal button we see here. And he would just like evade the question and just keep moving on with other things. And then at some point, I think he forgot that they even asked about it, of course, because no one probably asked. And he pushed it and a butler came in with a Diet Coke on a silver platter and delivered it to him. And he actually, this man had a Diet Coke button on his desk for four years. And we found out because when they were comparing and contrasting the different things they've done in the Oval Office, That's one of the things said. somebody pointed out was, oh, the red button was immediately removed upon entry of the Biden administration. Oh, my Lord. That so, is so funny just to, to me. add to the fact of how he went out, what I really want, fuck Donald Trump, honestly. I, I want to talk about the fact that this bitch Melania 
on the fucking plane ride. She was so fucking excited. In and into a whole ass moo bitch with some flats. And when she didn't stop for those photographers, that was one of my favorite moments of the day because she, this bitch was like, I'm through. Good day, sirs. Y'all ain't gonna see me again until I want you to. Literally, and, you know, I know. Me and uh, my sister and my brother-in-law were like, when is the book coming out, Melania? We need it. Like, I'm um, waiting for her to, smart. like, go back to her country, get some yes. sort of protection from the Russian government, and write a tell-all yeah. book and expose Donald Trump's ass. Not, that, not, I, even just not that. that I agree with her in any way, shape, or form, because she's still married yeah. him and stayed with him. But I think that would be hecka funny. So I want all those things, but then I also want her to be smart enough to get her coin if she is a smart bitch, but she's not. Um, like she could really turn this into an entire empire for her and really make herself look smart. Like, hell yeah, I married a dumbass New York billionaire real estate agent who was a fraud. Here's and a how racket. I tricked him, ladies. She could write like a how-to on how to trap a millionaire. That would be hella Girl, funny. This could be a whole enterprise for her books, planners, conferences, a movie, a TV show on Lifetime. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this could really be big things. She won't do it because no, she I'm, she's trying to NDA at some point or in her prenup. It probably says some shit. For sure. Yeah. I don't even know if she can get no, out of but this. I, I just thought that like Trump's speech was so fucking funny when he was like, have a good life. I was have like, a good life. Going, bitch. With the YMCA, I'm like, have a good life. I'm like, you have a good life in prison, bro. Like, you have right? so many lawsuits waiting for you right now. You think your life is about to be easy peasy as a And also, person? you just got impeached last week. So, like, that protection that you thought you had, I don't know about that, buddy. I think people are going to be dropping like flies. He's probably going to try to privatize people and try they to- already did. I mean, even just in the last week, how many people quit his cabinet? Oh, yeah. The but boss I mean, quit, like, everybody, everybody quit. just like- I really hope him and all his kids just end up in prison. Me too. Together. Because my, oh, yeah. my biggest fear would be, like, if his kids ran in four years. Because here's the thing. He got more votes in 2020 than in 2016. So it's not like his base went anywhere. It only grew- mm-hmm. But also he lied to a lot of people and I think their rose-colored lenses finally got taken off. I do think there were more people who realized how played they were than there are people who still believe in him. There's a lot of crazy people out there that are still crying over him and like one of the fucking senators, the white lady with the censored mask, that bitch who was trying to claim Sandy Hook was a a hoax. Oh, yeah. She filed articles of impeachment on Joe Biden. And like, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. yeah, so I'm like, you know what I'm saying? These people are still trying to act like, like, yeah, <laughs> it'll be very, it'll definitely be very interesting because, like, Trump, like, people want to say, like, Trump is the worst president in the history. I'm like, first of all, have y'all heard of Ronald Reagan? Do you remember what he did to all of us? But that's let's not forget. But the thing is, like, it's not so much to me about Trump as it is about, like, What are the systems that are in place that like made Trump president? Because let's not forget just because he's gone that those systems are not still there and those systems aren't the foundation of this fucking country. Yeah, as much as people claim that like they're ready for the electoral college to go, that's just going to be so hard to reform and change up. I mean, these are institutions of our democracy that literally is the basis of why we are where we are of uh, other countries run and operate their operations and made their own constitutions you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like yeah i mean we went in and like took over so many latin american countries and like changed their governments to operate like ours so that we can have better control of them that's what i'm saying like i really don't know internationally what this impact is going to be we legit would need like in order for the u.s to get anywhere and abolish any of these systems we honestly like need 
to get with the program and realize that like this is impacting everyone because we need those people we need people outside of this country to like help us abolish shit in this country because the stuff that's happening here is impacting them just as much and like let's not forget we're the global majority we may be the minority in this country but we are not the minority everywhere else so like we need a global reckoning for Maybe the United States. Happen. I, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be with these two in office. I don't know what's going to happen in four years. I, I hate that we always do this. Like as soon as there's a new president, people are we're already like, okay, well, who's, because I was going to mention one of the funny memes with Bernie. These Bernie memes are out of control. They Ugh. are reckless. Okay, they're they hella are, funny. They I love so them funny. and I'm definitely going to post them on some of the pages that I run, but... <laughs> but analysis um, of this no someone someone was like oh y'all love putting bernie all over the place except the white house i was like thank you right like we could have had this man actually be you know what i'm saying like all these things where i'm like oh y'all love bernie now don't you because this man sat in a chair and looked funny like come on now but anyway they are hilarious but it's just like bernie is such the epitome of like a white man doing the absolute bare minimum and people praising him for it and you know what's sad that's the thing is like tie in all that bernie aoc talk it's like people hate them because they are doing the bare minimum but it's like the bare minimum still isn't even enough to get the things that they're asking for and so i want people to understand that's where the like dislike of people being such fanatics of these people it's like they're They're not doing bare minimum they're really not doing a lot because like think about it i don't know how i've never been a fly on the wall in congress i really don't know what the fuck is going on behind closed doors but i really want to know how often these people really just sit down with a group of motherfuckers and are like, look, we can overtake this shit. We can demand different shit. We're literally the deciding power for a lot of fucking shit that goes down here. We can demand and change a lot of shit if we wanted to. Why are you being a pussy ass bitch? Let's go. Like, what did you get? You know, maybe, I don't know. It seems like local elections are being taken a little more seriously than I've seen. I feel like in a while, I feel like I'm hearing a lot more about city and states and Congress and senators. So maybe, maybe. Like, you you know, I'm a hopeless optimist. I'm hoping these people who are taking out the people that we've been trying so hard to get out of here, maybe slowly but surely the tide will change. I just, girl, I'm just, I'll see y'all in like 12 years. Give me like three more of these things. Like, maybe. (laughs) Give me like three more of these things. You're hella funny. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for the Haitian revolution to manifest in the United States and kill all you motherfuckers. Guillotine all these bitches. It's- I know that I come from the country where people think we're all like Gandhi is nonviolent and shit. But let me tell you, I also come from the country of the first slave revolt where they killed every single white person on that fucking island. So best believe I'm on their side. That's what I'm saying. I feel like people are ready to go, but people That's ain't ready it. to mobilize. Those are two very different things. People are the, ready to go, but they ain't ready to mobilize. And the like, thing and too so people- is like, because people were saying this when they had, um, they went and like took over Capitol Hill, right? People were like, mm-hmm. the white people went and did this and like nothing happened to them. And like, why can't the rest of us like mobilize and do this stuff? And I'm like, do you know how many things happen when people of color try to mobilize well do we not remember how like people were disappearing in unmarked vans during black lives matter protests and, and how like if you, rights movement they've been yeah, doing this and like bit. they've been they've been calling us domestic terrorists since we started trying to get rights since Bro. the beginning of anybody 
who's not white trying to have rights in this country. They've been <laughs> marking us as terrorists, putting us on the freaking FBI most wanted list. Like, it's so funny that it was just MLK Day and people like forget that he was the FBI's most wanted when he was assassinated. And yeah. let's not forget that he was assassinated. So like plenty of people didn't want him alive. I'm crying because it brings me to like Kamala's speech about like black women. You've been asked to continuously put this nation on your back. And I'm like, right. But people still need us to mobilize. We're not done yet. Like people still We're never wanna, done. People still want. And like, that's the thing is like, it, girl, there will just be days I wake up and I'm just like, I don't want to advocate for nothing today because nobody gives a damn anyways. And the people who need to hear it are so over us talking about this shit. I'm like, I'm gonna just take my day today. And it sucks that I have to feel that way because I know at the end of it, there's so many people out there that really just don't give a damn because no matter what, you refuse to admit that you don't live in your own personalized bubble. And like you said, and so people decide to start caring about everyone and not just themselves and realize how much better it would even be for themselves if everyone just got some basic ass rights. People think America's already so great. Imagine how much greater it would be. If everyone was actually living like we were in the goddamn Netherlands with livable wages, everyone had a roof over their head. We have fucking community healthcare. We have fucking community gardens where you just trade and barter with your neighbors like they did back in the old days without having to stab someone for trying to, you know, jack you for your shit. Like there's so many things that could happen here where we could really just be lovely. And y'all don't get that. Maybe people will. Maybe not y'all listening, but like the people don't get that. I don't know. Like I said, we'll see. But that's that's my opinion on the inauguration. It was weird. I didn't like it. I did <laughs> tear up at moments. I'm really sick and tired of this like celebrity bullshit we keep throwing at people. I understand the power it's supposed to have. I understand the message you're trying to send. But there are so many more unproblematic people that could be chosen for these really astounding moments in time. And um We'll see. I don't know. There's so many more opportunities, I guess, for them to get this stuff right. Maybe the people on their teams will start listening and like seeing what we all say about it, I guess, and start to like fine tune things. But uh, we'll see. How do you feel? What's your closing remark? We'll see. I mean, like I always say, I still believe in all the people who have been in the movement since before. I mean, people have been mobilizing oh, well, the Obama out. era. Well, that's, I mean, no. that's why it's up to all of the younger people. Like, it keeps on happening. Like, these movements manifest differently in every single generation for a reason. Like, it's never going to stop until we get what we want. And that's yeah. the only thing I ever have hope in. Hey. So. And also, like, this is the time to, you know, I know with COVID and everything, like, shit's about to get wild with this vaccine rollout and everything so like buckle up folks because things are, are about to get a little bit crazy because everybody's opinions are going to be out there all over again like they have already been tenfold Always. so you know do your own research do what you think is right for yourself and your family and who you live with and share space with your community of people you share with because also don't be that asshole social group of people where like all y'all want to travel together and do all the things but like 10 of y'all out of the 30 of y'all get this vaccine and y'all still running around just acting like things are normal it's really fucked up man just yeah. don't do it so yeah. you know, that's all I got to say about that aspect. Ashton. Yeah. And all, I mean, all black indigenous people of color, like take care of yourselves because as usual, like this presidency is not going to change the burden on us to like actually mobilize and do shit and get shit done. Like we always do. So like, don't burn yourself out. We're still exactly. in the middle of a fucking pandemic and it's okay yes. to be tired and mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Please do. And yeah, let's talk about it. Let's keep talking about it. I'm excited though. I feel like this is kind of like a new, you know, I, I, it's, it's hopeful in the air. Let's see how long it lasts.
we should do like a meter of like hope meter and just keep filling it and lowering it as things happen. I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we should do that. Like, like, well, that'll be a little thing. So yeah. How hopeful are you feeling this week? My mom does a survey. So my sister's like trying to eat right and like make sure she works out. She basically is like on Zoom for 12 hours. So she's like, I never move. And my mom literally sends her like a survey every week of like how she's feeling to see like how what she's eating and like how she's moving Ooh. is affecting mm-hmm. her moods. And like how she's just generally like how her body feels, how her mood feels, if she's bloated, things like that. So like low-key, we should just send out a survey like every week. How you feeling, girl? No, we gonna do it because I want to know how y'all are feeling for real and how we're feeling. We're just going to start monitoring ourselves because you know what? There's a lot of pop culture things happening with me and Maya coming up with insecure leaving and just things (laughs) happening that, you know, things are just going to make me feel the feels. So I need to make sure that the political world is actually doing what the fuck it promised to do. I love that Instagram account that was like, oh, what is it? So you want to talk about? And it was like the a thousand things Biden promised on his campaign trail. And like, we're going to keep track and tick these things off as they Yo, you know, You know, what was the best part of my day, inauguration day? Huh. I saw three different Twitter accounts pop up on my feed. And one of them was like, so did Biden cancel all student debt today like every single day they tweet and they're like today joe biden chose not (laughs) to cancel all student debt and then like day two it's like day two of joe biden not planning to cancel student debt there's also one for healthcare, and i think there's also one about like ice oh my god like legit just like random people and i looked through because i was like have these been around since like since he basically like got called as the future president and no they literally popped up inauguration day i was like people are fucking brilliant i mean those are our souls that was my that was my joy of the week no today is day three and joe biden has still chosen not to cancel all student debt thank you and good night (laughs) it makes me laugh just because i'm a cowboys fan and so there's been a twitter account that just wakes up and every day that says today is a good day to pay dak prescott and so it's just on the same lines of that and every day i like it and i'm just like there's also one that's like did jeff bezos choose to end world hunger today oh yes and they tweet every single day and they tweet every day because there's always a random follower i follow who retweets it and it's always no so you know make, make can we do that can we start a social justice movement to just force bezos and musk to give all of that do you see that bullshit man's tweet must today about i'll give 100 million to somebody who creates some carbon i don't know some bullshit i blocked in the second i stopped being employed by that company uh, uh, well that's what it was and basically someone responded and said wow wait until he hear- learns about forest and i was like i'm done i'm leaving the chat like <laughs> Y'all can have this one. You can have the internet. I got to stay off of it sometimes. <laughs> like, that's too much for me. Sometimes I see shit and I just, like, burst out laughing. And I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm not going to No, I have to. Like, my man will turn back and look at me. And I'll be like, no, I totally deserve that stare. Let me put this down and read a book. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I applaud all of you people who are witty and petty. And don't mind putting oh, yes. I love the your pettiness. opinions on the internet because you thrive us. You yep. give us you give us motivation and then you make us really sad sometimes. But it's okay. Balance. It's all balanced. I reposted the thing where people were talking about like let people have stuff. And someone was like, yeah, let people have stuff. Well, I like critical thinking and being judgmental. So let me have that. I love it here. I hate it here and I love it here. Because it's like this is the world we live in because our parents decided to have children and this is what we get to experience in this crazy thing we call life so yeah thanks you guys for tuning in with us for our inauguration talk that i had to get that out i i like i said i'm gonna finish 
whatever I didn't see, but I want to go back and watch Barack's and, you know, be moved by all that shit. But yeah, this was fun. Thanks for this. this yeah, thanks fun. for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I really hope this ages well. Goodbye, Trump. Be gone, John.